Bibles to St. Matthew chapter 6. And I'm glad that everybody went on prayer to send word to my son. Everybody just go on and pray. Everybody know how to do that. So let's get that going so we won't be too far behind. St. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 31. We're going to start there. Chapter 6 31 and we'll read 31 to 34 I believe. I want to talk about tonight seek first the kingdom of God. And seek first the kingdom of God. And we're going to go on and read it. It says take no thought saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall or wherewith shall we be clothed. For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father know what ye have need of. Let me read that again. For your heavenly Father know that ye have need of all these things. Amen. So it says, in verse 31, it says, Take no thought. In other words, I would say take no thought. And thought that means you're thinking. And really what he's actually saying, don't worry about uh, take no thought, don't, because uh, if we we have thoughts to go through our minds, we think it's thinking, and we have thoughts. But the Lord don't want us to keep. You can overthink something, be excessively think about it, read into it too great, and it become to be a worry or a reasoning or a deep thought, and turn around and be very stressed. You be stressed out. So the Lord says, therefore, take no thought, saying, "What shall we eat?" He's saying, "Don't worry about." What we what you gonna eat or what shall we drink or wherewith shall we be clothed? I mean, God wants us to take care of ourselves, take care of our bodies, uh, eat and take care, do what we can do. But He's saying if, if these things are you're unable to do it, don't don't stress out about it. That's really what He's saying. Take no thought because thoughts come to our mind and we are we we get into deep thoughts. They, you know, we get to thinking and sometimes we get to. Thinking too deeply, amen. And I'm learning, even as I get a little older, to cast things down a little quicker, more and more and more. Because even as you get a little older, you can be prompt to be to be a worrier. A worrier, people just call a worry what. You can just be prompt. I mean, not so much just the old people, but young people. You can just sit and let your mind just your mind can take you to Chicago and back. Your mind can take you to way. 20 years back in your life, your mind could take you a lot of places. You have to bring your bring every thought into the obedience of Christ. The Bible speaks about casting down every imagination and every high thing is, is that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Some things God don't want us just dwelling on, thinking about this. Think, 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 because it, it would lead into a worry, but God said, tells us to cast all our cares on him because he cares for us. So it says, take no thought. It's not saying don't it's not saying be negligent and don't take care of your business. It's not saying don't take care of your livelihood. That's not what it's saying. It's saying don't get into deep thought. That's what, what thought is like. Thought means thinking, worrying, reasoning, and deep thought and stressing. So if you if you get into too much deep, uh, too much thought, you're gonna end up worrying and and stressing out. So he said, therefore, take no thought what she what take no thought saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink. Or wherewith shall we be clothed? It said, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. It said, everyone seeks for these things. For your heavenly Father know what you have need of, that you, know that you have need of all these things. 
the Lord knows we have need of livelihood. We have to eat, drink, take care of ourselves. We have to be clothed. We have to have a roof over here. We have to pay our bills. All these things God knows. See, he's not saying this because I know I'm, you know, this, this don't tell about it. He's saying, he tells you you have not because you ask not. God said, cast all your cares on him. So those, any concerns that you have, God is saying, take no thought. Don't stress out about it. Don't get into deep thought. Don't try to figure everything out. I used to think that that's what you're supposed to do. Let's figure everything out. And I found out you could be, that's where you can be laying up in the hospital somewhere. Or you can have heart attack or stroke and you over-concern yourself. You get too deep involved. God, we're not, this body of here that we're made up of, we're not, it's not designed for that type of stress. And we... We make plans, and we do. Have, you have to make plans and and be a person of responsibility and take care of your business. Set motions, things in motion on the calendar. Things you need to do. Make plans. We do those things. We're supposed to, but just to get into a worry about it, the Lord said, "Don't do that. Don't give your cares unto me." He said, "For all these things, the Gentiles do seek." Amen. Even back in the day, before when I first got saved, and I. I you know, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't on the, on the job. I was taking care of my children while they were smaller. I was at home parent. And I didn't have very much income. And I, when I get, when my food would get low, I, I would get kind of, kind of concerned. I would get a little worried, like, where well, I'm going to get this from? You know, I only had so much to go this way and that way. And the Lord uh, was teaching me way back then to, uh, to, to bring everything to him. And I did, but I, my faith wasn't. Where it, it is now, still I'm striving to have better faith. But my, I didn't, I didn't know not too much about the Lord like that. So I would, I would just uh, almost kind of be uh, down or discouraged because I didn't know where this was coming from, where that was coming from. And uh, and sometimes God will allow you to go through different things, so you can learn of Him and learn Him and learn. You would never know anything about God if you never experienced anything. You know, some people they can help you through a lot of stuff because they done been through a lot of stuff. You know, I'm not saying everybody God takes allow everybody to go through the same thing. Some people know what it is not to have this, not to have that, and everything. But you know, what if that's just a test because I used to think it's gonna always be that way, but God changes stuff. He just take the situation. Sometimes you wonder, well, some people might say, well, why come these people over here, they seem like they're well-to-do, and why come this one over here struggling? Whatever I, whatever the reason is, you might came into the Lord, came serving the Lord, you might have came in with that type of, that's the state you was in. God take and use those states, if you understand what I'm saying. If, you know, if you wasn't a millionaire before you came to the Lord, do you, because you serve the Lord, you expect you'd be a millionaire overnight? No, that's not going to happen. I mean, if you, the same way, if you had money before you came to the Lord, you, God ain't going to take all your money away from you, take your money away from you. Like I, said, I mean, whatever state you came in, we got to be for real now. We think God going to make us, uh, just like somebody, don't, uh, someone that haven't even completed the 12th grade, and they think they're going to go get, get them a high-paying job. You ain't even completed the 12th grade. Or the, you you blessed to take whatever God give you. If, but God can give you something like you've been past the 12th grade. But I'm just saying, we come to God, we think he's give us everything at once, and some, some of us, we was poor when we came to God. It didn't have much. And you get, I don't, I tell anybody, I, got, I, don't, I don't have a, I'm a big fancy house, but I got more, I have more that I have on my own. That, that, when I was with, with your parents, you got, you know, they got more. But I'm just saying, I have more now than I ever had. 
I don't know about you. Some people might look and say, oh, no, I had more when I was out there. But you was a lost soul. And you was on your way to hell. And you had holes in your pocket. Whatever you had, you couldn't keep it. Amen? Amen. You, could, you had bad health, probably. Everything. You come to the Lord, the Lord said, above all things, I wish you prosper, be in health as your soul prosper. God will cause you to prosper in the natural as your soul prosper. They're like together. Soul don't prosper, you don't prosper over here. Like I said, if you came, if you came to the Lord, you didn't have anything. He's, I mean, you can make you a millionaire, but it ain't going to happen overnight. Because you wouldn't know what to do with that. Because you've been poor all your life. You wouldn't know what to do with being a millionaire. Somebody said, yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. You don't even know uh, uh, how much is a millionaire. I don't. How much? Somebody to help me with figures, but I learn quick. You just tell me, I'll learn it. When it comes to that money, Amen. But I'm just saying, and and, and that's what I'm saying. People, the Bible said, they that compare themselves among themselves are not wise, because people are in different lights. This person is used to this over here. This person is used to over here. You don't expect God to take somebody have something before they came to the Lord, take everything away from them because they came to the Lord. Lord gonna let them keep what they have if they smart, if they put God first, they're gonna prosper with what they got and even be better. Someone that didn't have anything, God not gonna let them stay in that state long. He gonna move them and, and bless them with stuff. Amen. So it said, therefore, take no thought, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Wherewith shall we be clothed for all these things do the Gentiles seek? For your heavenly father know that you have need of all these things. God is saying, I know what you have need of. Everything, even if it's not food, it's not clothing, whatever you stand in need of. If it's emotional, if it's whatever it is, God knows what you have need of. And that's because God knows what you have need of. He don't want you to just sit there and say, well, God knows. And don't tell nothing, don't say nothing. He still wants you to tell him. He still wants you to open up your mouth because venting is good. It's not good to keep a lot of stuff in. Just keep it. You be stressed out. Talk to the Lord about everything. I talk to God about everything. And when things get on my nerve real quick, I talk real quick. I don't wait five days. I'm the kind of person. I don't wait two days. I get it off, out of my mind, out of my spirit right then. Because I learned you don't have to hold stuff and keep stuff a long time. You can get rid of it. Amen. The problem might be still there, but you will get it off of you. And God, you will see God turn it around. See, a lot, of, a lot of places, they don't know what they're preaching today. I'm not saying everybody not preaching the word, but some people, they preach a lot, a whole lot of stuff. But people need to know how to be saved, how to stay saved, how to keep the victory while we're getting through here, how to stay encouraged. Because you can be a Christian and be the most depressed and discouraged Christian there is. You can be saved, and be, but you can be depressed too. You can have this living depression all the time. You can be a happy Christian or you can be a sad Christian. I'm not saying taking away you're not Christian, but you can be a, well, so, I mean, it's really, it's, you know, it's, it wouldn't, doesn't feel good. It wouldn't be good to be sad all the time. And you say you're a Christian until Jesus, to the Lord come back because it's a, it's a guarantee, it's a thing. It's not a, likely that you might not make it in because you are so discouraged, you might just quit. Y'all get what I'm saying? You might just, you know, I'm sorry, I'm just hanging in. I'm just trying to make it in. Uh, you don't want, you want to be happy. You want the, the, the joy of the Lord to be your strength. The Lord said, uh, that that's his will for you to have 
righteousness, peace, and joy is in the Holy Ghost. Sadness and depression is not in the Holy Ghost. It's righteousness, peace, and joy. That's in the Holy Ghost. So if you find yourself sad and depressed and everything, you're in another frame of mind, another spirit. You, you got to come out of there and jump over there and get some and uh, get in some prayer so you can feel the peace of God. So you can feel the joy of the Lord. So you can think yourself happy in spite of the situation. Amen. So the Lord is saying, he got something in his word for everything that we go through. We just don't go to the word of God. But it's something for everything that we're going through. It said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. Verse 33. Seek, but, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. And he said, seek first. Some people just read straight over there. He said, seek first the kingdom of God. But stop there. He said, seek first. F-I-R-S-T. F-I-R-S-T. First, most of the time, people don't seek the kingdom of God first. They seek the kingdom of God down the road a bit later on. They put all the other stuff before the kingdom. And there's a reason why God says seek first the kingdom of God first. He said seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and the righteousness of God. And he said all these things shall be added unto you. God wants you to seek him first and he will give you the things because most time if you're going to seek in the things first it's going to be hard for you to get the kingdom because the things are going to so be so much before you and you be so caught up into them the things of God are dragged behind or, or you don't get them at all because your focus is not on him it's on the things that's why sometimes God may allow you to wait on different things, wait on this, wait on that. He wants you to get what you need to get at in him before those things come. Because things can blow you to bits and pieces. And things can be such a distraction that it's hard to get a hold of God to seek in the kingdom. Amen. So it said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. God said all these things and all these things, all what things, all the things that you desire of the Lord and you desire the Lord to do for you. He didn't say they all was coming in one day. He didn't say they all was coming in one month. He didn't say it's going to all happen just once. He said they will be added to you. We add stuff to stuff. You you putting this here, a little bit here, putting a little bit here. You just dump it all at once. It comes. He knows how how much you can handle. You got to even know if you can stand to be blessed. Some people may, if they get a new house, they won't walk with God. You never probably see them at church. You never, whatever. You get a get a husband, you won't see him. You know, all these different things. You get a wife, you won't see him. Whatever God said. Seek first the kingdom because the kingdom of God, amen, is a foundation. It's a steady, it's a steady place. It will cause you, it's a place of steadfastness. So with these other things, he said, I add them to you. Amen. You won't be so blown away from the things of God. Put him first. He'll show you how to keep the added things. I say he will show you how to keep the added things. Verse 34, take therefore no thought. For tomorrow, and we just talking about that early. Thought means thinking, worrying. Is thought means thinking first. There's nothing, nothing wrong to to think about how you're going to take care of this. Figure. I think I'm going to do it this way. Make a plans and stuff. Nothing wrong with that because to me, that's uh, I, that's uh, some type of type of structure. Everybody says have some type of structure, plan, set this order, that order. But it said, take no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take 
thought for the things of itself. God said, take care of what you can take care of today. Make your plans, what you need to plan today. But don't worry, 10 days down the road, five, six days, they way down the road. You right here, you working way, working, you working your mind way down the road. That's what he said not to do. It's like, you know, you talk, it's like any anymore, even with me, you know, I I can't, uh, if it's something that's way far off, I tell her, I said, send it to me in a text or send me, I can't, I can't put all that on my mind because I've been a forgot. Now, I write myself little notes. Y'all been in my house. I, yeah, I write little notes, especially those are not notes for, for three or four months later. They just my agenda notes. There's like things to keep reminding me what I'm supposed to do, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you're going worrying way down the road. And that's what the devil wants everybody to do is look way down the road. Because if you look too far down the road, you'll be, especially if you're not in a good place right then, wherever, you, wherever you're going through, it's not a, good, a comfortable place. And you look way down the road, you're going to get discouraged. Because you already don't know how you're going to make it right now. And you're sure not going to know how you're going to make it down the road. That's why he said, take no thought for tomorrow. In other words, don't get into deep thinking. Not saying don't make plans or anything, but don't get into deep thinking and worrying and reasoning. When uh, when you find yourself and when I find myself, you know, uh, a situation, just keep revolving and keep revolving and keep revolving, but there's no answers to it. Just keep revolving and revolving. Then you need to stop it. You need to say, Lord, uh, stop my mind. It's going to, it's going to, to for end up with a headache or uh, a migraine or some grand headache or uh, 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 feeling sick or something. You, you're thinking too much. God said, give that to me. Say, take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take care, take, shall take thought for the things. In other words, let tomorrow take care of tomorrow. First, wake up and see tomorrow first. Wake up and thank God for sin tomorrow. And I mean, I'm not saying like I got this down packed and everything, but I'm learning. Because I don't want my mind going here and there. And you don't, and I don't, and I, and I don't want my mind running on other people's problems either. If I don't want, if I'm not going to let my mind go too far with my problem, I'm not going to let my mind go too far with your problem. I'm learning not to do that. You know, someone called me yesterday, and uh, I don't know, every time they call me, call me when I'm driving, one of my relatives, they called. And uh, one time they called me, and uh, it wasn't their fault so much, but uh, it, it was because I was going to some, uh, going somewhere that I really hadn't been, and I was trying to. It was in the evening, and I actually was driving, and I was talking to them. And I was going. I said, "Where am I going? Oh God!" And they, they, they when they call now, it seems like they always end up calling. They say, "I didn't. I don't." Last time you was, you was, I think you was getting lost talking. I said, "Yeah, I, I was." I'm thinking, about, but I'm just thinking, like you know, uh, God wants us to, uh, you know, to um, kind of lost my train of thought right there. But it's going back to He wants us to, to, to continue to uh, don't take no thought. Don't let your mind want. Don't let your this thoughts run. Way down the road, way down the road, start thinking about this. And, you know, pe people, you know, they tell you all this stuff. And I'm going back to what I'm saying. They, they give uh, people, uh, when you are uh, in situations and things that's uncomfortable for you, uh, people, they, they make all kind of resolutions, uh, just like people for the New Year's resolution. This year I'm going to be this way. This will be that way. Uh, this and another. They make all these things. And, you know, anymore, I, don't have, I have ears, but I don't have ears to hear. 
I have two ears right here, but I don't have ears to hear anymore. I mean, not that I give up on, but I, I, I'm tired. I'm already trying to make it myself. If, you, if I'd have heard this from you several, several times, then it's like, and they, they was just saying all these resolutions and things, I'm going to do this and do that. And, and then I, I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and they kept talking. I, I just said, mm-hmm, uh-huh. I said, well, I just want this holiday to see what, well, how you do, what you doing. I said, all right then, all right. I got to get up and go out of here, get out of my truck, go in the store and everything. I'm thinking, I've heard that for a long time. Just be quiet and do it. You don't want to offend nobody, but that's what you want to say. Just be quiet and do it. I've heard that a lot of times. Just do it. Because a lot of times you don't want to be speaking a whole lot and talking about all what you're going to do. Because don't forget, you hear it, God hear it, and the devil hear it. And do you think he's going to have his arms folded while you sit there and try to do something that's positive? No. So don't put it out there for him to hear it. Just do it. It's unwise to make all these resolutions. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Most times you say all these things you do and you won't do none of those things because the devil already, he already going to set you up. I was telling somebody, I uh, might uh, have been talking to this joint, I was talking to her one day, I said, I don't understand how people think. I don't know what they're really thinking about. Because the Bible said, if the righteous scarcely make it, wherewith should the ungodly dwell? If people that's trying to live right is fighting with everything they, is within them, and within them to walk with God and stay saved, how do people think they're going to make it without God? I don't understand how they would even think that they can even fight a battle like this without God. So, you know, and, and then, then people, people are like this too. Some people, they think, oh, I'm going to go, what, like L.O.'s used to say, sell, sell my wild oats. I'm going to go out here and have a good time. I'll be back with y'all later. I'll be back with y'all later. Okay. You say you'll be back with us later. Do you think the same people going to be still sitting there waiting on you? You might come back and the building's gone. Everything gone. Be like the five wise versions, five foolish versions. The Lord had already came back. And then I feel like this. Don't nobody have time, time boring with you? Talking about la, la, la? Ain't nobody got time for that? You know, y'all know, if y'all know what I'm, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, some of y'all might not know what I'm saying. Anybody, people, I don't know what people think. I said, I said, Lord, I really, that's a, that's a deception of the devil. People feel like I can go just do whatever I want to do. Now I'm coming back here. I, this, this sister going to be still sitting there. That sister going to be still sitting there. That brother going to be still sitting there. They going to be all waiting on me. You a lie. The devil is a lie. The Lord may have been came and captured, raptured them out of here. And ain't nobody got time to, to, to lie, lie, lie with you for 20 minutes. Don't nobody have that time. God going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. God ain't gonna, God's mindful of people. Don't worry, people. Why well, tell people, get all you can get. Don't sit there and be watching me because whatever God had me doing next, I'm going to do it. And I sit there. Like I tell anybody, if the devil is alive, you think I sit around and I don't have to do it. I'm sitting around waiting on prayer requests and you call and make a prayer request me. I'm just sitting here. On the, so now I'm, I'm doing things like you are. And doing what God would have me do. And whatever move God would have me make, that's what I'm going to do. Because that's how people are. They, they, they want to make sure. Sometimes people want, people don't always want you. They want what you got. 
Did you did y'all hear what I'm saying? They don't always want you. They want what you have. They say you're trying to live right. They don't want you. They just want the they want the God in you, but they ain't gonna tell you that. They want the presence of God, the joy they feel. They want all that. They don't really want you. Now when they shaking the boom thing and do all the most stuff, they ain't calling you. They want some because some of them are so wicked. They want somebody to keep the keep God from sitting lightly striking them down. Somebody's presence. You got to learn what people people want to use you. They don't want you. You we get so happy. People want us. They they want us. <laughs> when you really live right, people don't want you. Less. They I'm saying they they don't like you or nothing. But they don't want you around them all the time. It's a reason. It's always something. Some people they want you around for just uh, to know that something go wrong. I know I got this person to pray. Something go wrong. I got to keep some kind of contact with this person to pray. God will let you know that. But God is, when you're wise, God will send you to somebody that really want you, really do want you for this, not prayer. They want you for you and what God's doing for you. And they're going to be a blessing to you likewise. It's going to go both ways. People ain't going to, you don't let nobody use you. God, the Holy Ghost is smart. If we're not smart, he is. You know, and so uh, we just thank the Lord, you know, this for him helping us that he telling us to cast all our cares upon him because he cares for us and I'm learning more and more steady learning to do that more and more because sometimes most sometimes you don't give God your cares you just try to you know I mean of course if you I mean if you can just fold, if you gonna if you need this chair unfolded I mean you don't need God to help you unfold the chair and little simple not you know this um, things that make sense you can do yourself but there's things you cannot do you need to ask God to help you to do it. Ask him to show you a better way to do it. And he'll order your steps and make your labors light. Amen. Take no thought for tomorrow. For the morrow should take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. Amen. God said, don't, don't worry about tomorrow. You know, and I, I, I have been praying even concerning myself. I said, Lord, I don't know. I think sometimes we are attacked. And be on different attacks sometimes, and we don't know what we don't. We might always be aware of it, and then something keeps going on, and then it's like, oh, what is that? But the devil, he would like to. He likes to put an attack on all everybody. Attack a spirit. It's a spirit of anxiety and worry and overworldness that's over this world. And we have to be aware of it. That's why the Lord said, cast all your cares on me. Because if you don't, you be worried about stuff that you don't even know that you worry about. Worry and, 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 and anxiety is a pretty much the same thing. It's the same thing. It's overly concerned. So God, he wants us to, you know, uh, take no thought for these things. In the book of Romans, chapter 14. And it says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. It says, seek, the other scriptures say, seek first the kingdom of God. And some people say, well, what is the kingdom of God? And I'm referring to this scripture right here. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. 
It's righteousness. The kingdom of God is not material things. It's righteousness first, then it's peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. God said, seek out for those things so you can have a happy life. Seek out for God's righteousness. Be born again of the water and the spirit. Uh, be, uh, uh, seek out for the, the, the things of God. Righteousness. Seek out for peace. Don't seek out for things. Seek out for righteousness, peace. Think, seek out for joy. And all is in the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost, you have righteousness in you. You have uh, uh, peace in you. You have joy in you. You have all these things, but just like Kool-Aid, if you don't stir them up, the Bible says stir up your pure minds. You don't stir up the gift that's in you. You don't stir up your pure mind. You will never know that they're there. But when you, do, when you don't have peace... You, you get it, stir yourself up in the things of God. Pray till you get there, till you feel peace, because it's already there. Stir up till you feel joy, because it's already joy. All these things are there in the Holy Ghost. They say the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink. It's saying, the, really saying the, the kingdom of God is not in the, what you eat or drink. It's not in material things. Uh, this, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that he possesses. That's not the real life and the things abundance in you. They help you while you're down here, but that's not real life. The real life is in you and the Holy Ghost, the righteousness, peace, and joy. That you can have all these things and be a very unhappy person still. Very, be a very depressed person. It's a lot of people are wealthy in this world. Celebrities, they're very wealthy. Every, most of them, they all, most of them, some of them the, the, uh, own drugs. Some of them got... Uh, uh, it, uh, sickness to uh, take them out of here. Some of them, you know, they done lost all their money. They they don't get they don't have to get the kingdom. Those things just flew away, you know. So the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You don't you can uh, the, like the Bible says a man's life doesn't consist in the abundance of things. It don't it doesn't matter in the abundance of things that a person has. And people think, well, I have this, I have this, that's going to make me happy. That's not going to make you happy. That's just extra. But the real happiness is in the Holy Ghost. Because you'll constantly steady be trying to satisfy the flesh. Well, I do this, that'll make me happy. I do that. And that's what people do. They keep doing things to try to make themselves happy. Happiness starts from the inside. It doesn't start from the outside with things. You can, they'll say you can have all the money you can have in this world. You can have all this, all that. But there's somebody, if the doctor tell you you got two, two days to live or a minute to live, that happens. You, that, all that stuff will mean, mean nothing to you. Because the real righteousness and peace and joy is in the Holy Ghost. God has to remind all of us, unless these things slip from us, he has to remind us no matter what we're going through, it's not, a, it's not the end of the world if we talk to him. But if we don't talk to him, it's going to seem like the end of the world. That's why when I'm going through things, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm fighting with everything I had to keep my mind on the Lord. And I got to hear things. That's why sometimes I just stay, keep things to myself. I don't talk to too many people about a lot of stuff because I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't want to respond negatively. I don't want to hear nothing they say negatively. I don't want to hear it. Because the things you hear can pull your faith down. You could be up here high like that. And then because they're in the, in the natural, they don't see what you see. They don't hear what you hear. And they can say one thing and pull you down. Not even trying to. All the time this happened. 
So if you want to keep going up higher and higher, you better stay around, neg- stay away from negativity. Because sometimes people don't have intention; they're not trying to, but they can just, just you know. Sometimes it don't have to even be nothing they say; the way they respond. Because your your response is like you reaching out with all you can to keep your devil trying to pull you down here. You reaching out, you can to step there, and you hear somebody respond like, "Oh, I know what you mean." You don't want to hear none of that. I run some stuff like that. Amen. So if you do that, God will keep you up going high. He tell us not to be in denial about stuff. But he said bring it to him in prayer. Cast all your cares upon him. You know, and I, I don't, uh, people that, I don't know that don't know the Lord, or even if they know the Lord, they just handle stuff in their own mind. I would be so weary. I probably wouldn't even be in, uh, living on earth. I'd be so depressed. Some people just like, it's like if some hit them upside the head, they just fall on their side. It'd be all right. Boom! It hit them on side the head. Um, uh, well, that's just life. That's what it's gonna be. As they, you know, they take all that stuff. You know, they, 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 I mean, uh, I mean, you be wondering what kind of mind they got. Why do you want to keep taking all that? Well, well, it was gonna happen anyway. No life, no expectations, no hope in God. Amen. You don't hear uh, messages and stuff like that because a lot of people, they're trusting in what they have. They're trusting in the material things. They're trusting in whatever somebody is saying to them. But very few people you hear, they're actually walking by faith and trusting God. And that's how we keep your, that's how you keep your expectation. That's how you keep your hope. That's how you keep a smile on your face. A smile on your face don't come from the outside. It comes from the inside because there's a lot of stuff on the outside that can make you frown. It comes from the Holy Ghost. And God's the one to put a smile on your face. God's the one to put joy in your heart. Joy in the midst of sorrow. Hope for tomorrow. The God will let you know, amen. It's, it's so good to have him going before you because you don't have to wait till you get from service to service and you know you can talk to him and you see him moving in your life. You can see God moving and doing things in your life. That keeps you encouraged. When you see God moving and doing things in your life, that keeps you encouraged. Though your situation may be the same and not actually change as of yet, but that keeps you encouraged. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a great big hand praise. Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord. Amen. For all things and everything.